Hello and welcome. This is Official Listness, and I've been thinking, so let's talk about it. Hello, hello. How are you doing? It's been too long. A couple announcements right off the top. I did record a whole video or a whole recording episode, whatever you want to call it, with two beautiful co-hosts and collaborators. And like, it was a long one too, because specifically it was Black History Month. And we talked about, you know, Black youth and how, you know, the nuances of that statement and how there really kind of isn't one. But we went into depth and we'll hopefully be able to recreate it. But for some reason... Although this app is beautiful and does wonderful things, it ate it. It ate the entire recording and I can't find it anywhere. So, boo for that and all that jazz. But here we are. More episodes to come. And, you know, I'll just take it as a sign that since it was Black History Month and I am a black person. It was just, you know, a rest month. You know, that that was just rest, I guess. All the work that was done has turned into rest. Um, but yeah, enjoy the rest of the episode and there's more coming at you. Also, 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 um, I guess I'll just update everyone on the writer's room. The writer's room has started and so far it's been a success. We have a pretty decent turnout, but we're always looking for more people to join. Um, So if you ever are interested, you can check out one of two Instagrams. You can check out at pimp underscore daddy underscore Jerome. The links are in that bio. Also at office underscore listness three three. That is an Instagram just for this, just for the podcast, just for the rise room, just for official business as an entity to just live. So if you do want to follow along and find things easier and see little cute little flyers and posts and updates, I would check out either of those, but specifically office underscore business three three. Um, but yeah, so far we've had our first two meetings. The writers in the room are wonderful and again this is not just for writers who want to write books or manuscripts this is for any person who wants to do any art medium at all and just doesn't have the time to fuel their own personal passions so treating the writer's room as an office space for you to fuel it sadly it is unpaid but you pay yourself back in passion you pay yourself you're investing in yourself that's what the payment is exactly so yeah come pop out join and continue listening see you in a sec i said i was gonna do a episode for march and you know it's March right now, but you'll definitely be hearing this in April. Um, long story short, you know, stuff has been happening. And like I said a couple seconds ago, it was Black History Month and Friday. So that was my reparations, taking a break. And then it's Women's Month. And I happen to be a black woman. 
Like, if I really wanted to take the whole year, it's Black Women's History Year anyway, so I could, but I don't want to do that. Um, I have been thinking a lot, though, and I have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things to talk about. But I feel like, um, you know, when I am in a space or an environment that allows me to be able to give you the content you click play for, we'll get all up into that because there's a lot of stuff happening and there's a lot that of things that I have to say about it obviously but um we're gonna talk about all of that we're gonna get into a, like a first quarter of 2023 breakdown if we will but first I will leave with something and let's call it the first segment the idea, and I'll obviously go into this multiple times, multiple ways, very multifaceted statement that I'm going to make, but I think it's so interesting how like, you know, there are people um, who have different opinions and that's fine or whatever. Some of the opinions don't really make sense when they're like anti-fact based, but like that's your right. You know, that's your right and free will to be Delulu. That's that's your that's your right. The statement that made me think about talking about this, I'm not going to discuss it yet. I'm not going to bring it up yet, but it's a DV situation. And it's not the one you might be thinking about because it's not the most recent one. It's actually a good three years now. But um, I was just talking about how, like, you know, certain people really like write think pieces on defending people who are like just abusers like it's like like you could try to be like oh they didn't do it that's a different argument because if they're if the evidence is not like concrete or whatever or if there's no visual evidence or if the story is like a story and there's no real facts behind it whatever I still you know feel how I feel but if there's no facts I can't fault you however there will be facts like there will be facts figures video witnesses the person will be sitting there right there with the crime done to them they could be in the hands of the person whilst committing the crime and they'll still be like well you know it's not always wrong what's the situation whoa (laughs) certain things yeah the principle matters or whatever violence i feel like is the boundary in which it really doesn't matter what it is and like you know obviously there are lots of situations that you know can account for it but violence just you know can't be excused in a way of like well you didn't do it because it was for a good reason no you still did it like for example for a good example of where violence was the answer and it wasn't a bad thing um i recently also update i also recently went to atlanta for a week um to visit my friends and it's funny because it's like my first time to say friends and it's not like a specific group of friends or even friends from the same area like I know two of them from college but like separately as friends and then I know another one from like my personal friendships like outside of school and so it's just like wow that's cool like really visiting friends the word with an s not as a collective that's pretty cool so um was doing that but one thing that did happen the first time the first five minutes of walking into the state um, i had to hit a mcdonald's because it was you know travel food dying after traveling for all day long 
is a lot and we'll talk about greyhound one day because there's too many long travel stories that make me uh, give me angina if you will but got off a long greyhound day and had to get some fries in my body before i died and walked like let me just paint the scene so we're walking into the mcdonald's because the line for the drive-thru was very long whatever that's fine walk in walk up to the kiosk before i even touch the kiosk i clock that as i walked in there's a man a very large man in an orange shirt outside and like um his daughter is going inside like he's sending his daughter inside and she so much so that she opened the door for me to get inside so you know i walk past the daughter because she's waiting for her father i guess and um i go to the kiosk do my thing so we walk in and my friends are behind me like i had to go like literally i couldn't wait for my friends to get out the car i needed to be in a place ordering food at that moment so my friends were coming in after me and as my friends come in they're like this is so ghetto this dude is just laying down on the floor asleep and then i'm like hmm and then immediately after it's like a woman was like oh sir you're on my floor and i'm like oh i didn't even see that and they didn't even really see it they just saw you know a person they walked into a crowded mcdonald's they weren't paying too much attention they just thought it was a mcdonald's anything happened at mcdonald's and like um you know the person obviously was not in the best of conditions like you know they smelled and they were they looked as if they could be users but neither here nor there it, it's context for the story but the ladies yelling to be like get off my floor because that's what happens in an establishment you, they do not want people just laying on their ground and then the men the same large orange man now outside of the car he says back to the lady oh yeah he's not gonna get up because i just knocked him out for kissing at my daughter and immediately like everybody heard it but like they didn't realize like that's what that meant like you could say that in a story where it's like oh i knocked this dude out because he was kissing my daughter cool but the fact that it happened within the last minute and nobody even knew that it happened like there was no commotion there was no everybody in the store was a little bit shocked that he had said it because we were all in the same room and no one even peeped that it happened already to me i'll never get over that i don't know how somebody could knock somebody out and it not even like nobody blinked an eye but also hell yeah you're a a creepy smelly dude and you're kissing at a child like not even like oh a younger girl a child so right that was the perfect moment where the end justified means if i were to say you know oh he didn't hit him he was just protecting his daughter that would be wrong oh he didn't he didn't he's not even um hurt for real because he should have never been that would also be wrong like he shouldn't have been doing that he deserved it in a way if you want to say violence is the answer which i do but you could say he warranted the consequences of his actions to say he's not hurt and he, or he didn't get punched in the face or that man didn't punch him in the face because the ends justified the means is just simply wrong. And a lot of that same logic, though, would be put to situations where it wasn't even like the ends justified the means. It'll be like, well, maybe if you didn't say that, nobody would be coming here to try and take out your brother. Hold on. 
I thought I lived in America. <laughs> I thought the whole point of the red, white, and the blue was freedom. And one of them, one of the top three jaws on the paper of America is freedom of speech. Regardless, yes, consequences have actions. There's no problems with that. But just like, I don't understand why we got to defend something or justify something as a way to kind of erase it. Like justification is not erasure. And that is really my point. But um, all that to say, like, um, that was leading up to the conversation of the fact that there will be people who go online and like talk about and defend a person who, you know, whether whoever thinks they're wrong or right is whatever. And um, everybody will be like, well, it doesn't even matter what they think, because if you're tight about them, then both of y'all need to go touch grass. And then I was think about that. And I'm like, usually if I get upset or get like think if I think too much about anything, which is everything, um, it's more just like within myself. I already have a process in which I know that it doesn't matter. And like, there's like, there's, I'm never too, too deep. It's never that serious, believe me. But I still do like, because I like mental stimulation, I like to provoke thought on everything. Even if I feel like it doesn't necessarily need a thought or deserve a response, I'm not um, going to respond to them, but I'm going to respond to, you know, what I'm thinking about in my head to myself. And so I was thinking about like how, you know, because of perception things and a lot of introspective looking at myself from a different point of view time of the year that this is, um, I've been like, hmm, like, would somebody say I need to touch grass because I don't like that somebody is, like, defending a person who they don't know while condoning abuse, um... Like, do I need to touch grass the same way that they need to touch grass if it matters at all? And I'm like, no. Like, to a point, yeah, because, like, don't pay attention to stuff. But I don't know. I like to know what my, essentially, community and society are thinking. And, like, I like to see where, you know, people lie so I can kind of just note it. Like, I don't need to change your mind. I don't need to debate. I don't even need to see where you're coming from I just need to know (laughs) because I'd like to be on in the know about a lot of things if anything if if possible everything but it's not so the most that I can know I'd like to be in the know about and so um I was also just like no that can't be it but also if you think about it let's talk to the grass touchers where let's talk to the people who do need to touch grass let's talk to the people who are constantly online in a way where celebrities literally are their everyday friends because that's who they talk to or see or talk about or think about all day long let's talk about the people who live in line online are they victims no yes because they live in america but no So, what's my point? What grass? Like, obviously, not everywhere is everywhere. There's grass some places. But let's think about it. Touch what grass? Like, real life. Our world (laughs) is dying. 
and crumbling like the grass that can't grow because flint can't water their grass the grass that won't grow anymore in in ohio because of the oil spill the grass that won't grow in the area where that train just got bombed the grass that's gonna grow over the graves of the shooting that happened literally two days ago like what what grass is there to touch there's not there's nothing outside that is as outside was naturally meant to be at the moment that doesn't a cost money b require you to take off work and lose that money somehow if i want to touch grass if i really want to touch grass um and like in a meaningful way in an actual way if i really want to connect with the earth obviously not saying don't there's many ways to do it don't listen to me but thinking about it on a grander scale like it's hard for people who are growing up right now because what grass they don't have any grass it's like they don't know grass they were never taught grass they we only really know microchip and it's green so it looks like grass but it's like no we we kind of have to teach touch grass in a non-insulting way i feel like we have to start introducing grass as a part of the day like almost as a requirement because i was even looking at another post in today like it was saying you know people are like oh you need to take a break for your mental health as if this world and society has been built to allow for that and it's like yeah that's the most that's really the thing like how do you touch grass if you have to pay the machine before you breathe like it's hard and a little hypocritical and very privileged to say like just go touch grass because it comes from like even even that's that's another thing too like with the privilege situation the mindset to have an open mindset is a privilege if there's no grass to touch think about the fact that there's no real air to breathe what do you think that's going to do to your mindset your mentality your your psychology as a person your education your intellect you like what do you think that would do to a person with no grass like i don't know that i feel like i just i'm saying the same thing i'll always say and have been saying for my entire life we just doing stuff wrong we doing stuff very wrong we need to be we need to be worried about i don't know the right things like it's really just frustrating to know that the news is the news in real time and so is the met gala like we the met gala i feel like should be a throwback memory situation there's no reason for us to keep be current with things like that and art is important art is important there's no doubt about that let's find a way for us to be able to do the important art like there is no art of life if life is being manufactured so there is no art for the life to imitate and then the life that the life the life that the art is imitating is machine and then we have ai because now life is imitating the art that's imitating the life and it's going back and forth until it's just a computer like like simulation coming to a close but i don't know that was my that was my piece um so i'll talk soon
Nothing I'm about to say is news. All right. Inflation real quick. If you make the prices higher, right, like of everything and you don't change how much money people get or what the value of money actually means, you just change how like vicious the acts to get it are. Because let's just say something is like $20 and you don't have $20 for any person only of like of any creed there's possible ways to get $20 like there's possible ways you could either wait until the next time you're supposed to receive any sort of money because it'll likely hopefully at least be a little bit around $20 you can ask someone for $20 and that not be a huge deal and you could um I don't know rob a tip jar and get $20 regardless of what it is morally and how effective and how efficient you can get each thing. $20 is like, it's not as easy as it should be to get considering that it's a dollar, but $20 is not something that you can see getting vicious, right? You make things $80 and somebody doesn't have $80 just multiply that $20 scenario by four and then think of that continuously just with the $20 increments because I use $20 specifically because everybody could use $40 but $40 is just two 20s you can it's it's close enough in range to still be around $20 $10 you could find $10 on the street for some reason so um like it's a little bit easier but $20 specifically, if you need $20 and you don't have $20, life can be stressful. Talking to somebody who's needed $20 before and did not have $20 and had to suffer because of the law, the lack of that $20. Now, back to the front. Inflation. You're just going to make it so that it's not robbing a tip jar is getting a little crazy so like if it's not waiting for the next check it's scamming it's fraud it's not asking somebody for twenty dollars it's robbing somebody of twenty dollars and maybe their life like if you just keep going and just keep inflating it will bring the violence with it because no matter what you do, it all ends up vicious. Like, even if you try to do it the right way and morally and blah, you you think YMCA, the nonprofit for, for young men, Christian young men, is out here being good for real after they somehow, as a nonprofit, are billionaire corporation? Um no they're not like even when it is for good even when you do it right even if you go the moral route there is just the line that you have to cross in order to get a certain price it's it's not on purpose and it's specifically set up in a way where no one can be good once you get past that line therefore inflation 
it's pushing the line back. I hope that makes sense. It's pushing the good line back. Because right now, let's think about Rihanna. Am I about to sit on this internet and talk about Rihanna as she's a bad, like she's a bad person? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. She's a Caribbean woman. She has a lot of money. She made money, probably the most money in her life, making makeup for dark-skinned women and other black women alike, helping with repar- helping just across the board culturally spread it like she's just doing a lot of good things i don't know her personally but everything i've seen of her personality babish cubage funny amazing a great person and that's not even my favorite person but i just i like good people so i know good people and i can point out good things that make a good person a good person however she cannot be a good person she's had to make a decision or two where in order to be as successful and to continue to be a good person that we love her for, she had to make a decision to be a bad person. Like, I was listening to another podcast, um, not to be plug-in, but always be plug-in, The Judges, and they were talking about, like, just briefly in a joke, billionaires. Like, oh, we become billionaires, but the good billionaires, not like the evil billionaires. Um, and it's like, the only thing about good billionaires and evil billionaires is that one knows that they're evil like they're all technically evil because they know that the world is the way that it is they know that there are beds that are not being slept in but they will not give up the profit because once they help they become in need of help and so that alone that self-preservation that's forced upon you once you are in a position to help and either can't, don't, don't want to, don't care, you don't, that's where the line is. For me, personally, and I'm sure some people would agree, hoping most people would agree, but, you know, but um, if that's the line, then... You can't necessarily be good once you've even hit a certain number because once you've hit a certain number and you don't kind of give it back and fix the problem that you know requires even a piece of that number, you, not that you're not good of a person as a person, but there's no non-evil billionaires. Once you know that there's a problem that's bigger than you bigger than a person, bigger than love, just a greater good problem and you have the means to fix it and you don't try at least to do anything right. And because of the climate that we're in and because we all live and it's hard to believe that because celebrities and the internet and media really does make time seem staggered when it's at the exact same time we're all living in the same world we're all seeing the same things we're all focused on the wrong things almost on purpose like for us as in civilians as in not even close to nobody's billionaire status probably still somebody who would need or like twenty dollars We'll have that. We'll do what we can. I'll see us, and I'm not talking about all of us, but I'll see us do what we can. I'll see us do everything we possibly can and still not be able to even do that 
because we have to live. Because if we don't live, we're going to need to go back to square one, robbing tip jars for $20. That's just how they've set it up. So inflation is just pushing the good line back. Like it's going to get even more and more devious in general. And I literally cannot comprehend what that looks like what's going to happen because of it or what the state of the world will kind of settle into one obviously i was talking too much people had to come in interrupt but yeah like what the state of the world is going to fall into once that kind of happens but yeah, it was literally just something that popped up. I don't know if it's like just the theme that I'm feeling within me ever since specifically. Like right before 2020, like it's just been a real, real shift. And I know everyone can feel it in their own way. But this shift specifically when it comes to this feels so calculated and so purposeful and it's it's in the fact that there's no solution because they keep it so that there is no solution like it it makes no sense how we're all on the same earth and because of paper with ink and imagination words that don't exist we can't we can't do what we need to do it just it, it because I've been raised on logic and taught not that well, but decently with their same education system. If if you input output machine it, right? We got the world when it was cool. And then we have right now. And inside the input output machine is capitalism, business, money, pollution, evil. And I understand, trust me, I've gone back. I know the answers. I've spoken to the people. I've done the research and I'm still not done. I know why each of those evils were at the times necessary. We have the power right now, though, to start over. And we won't because it's a system. Whole thing is people don't understand a system is made up. Like right now, the thing is, the reason why I'm getting so flustered and flabbergasted about it is right now I'm in a company where the company just merged like a bunch of different companies. Of course, all of those companies had their policies respectively throughout their things, but now those companies no longer exist. So right now, this is the first year that the company itself is truly getting a revamp on its system. Certain things in the system that work don't need to be changed because they work and they work. But a lot of the stuff in the system is either A, unnecessary, could be done and structured better, or just does not simply work. Not that the problems that those systems address go away, but there are other solutions and we're finding them, implementing them, spreading the word, and mind you, my job is not a job where you see each other. My job is a job where we're all basically all remote. So every single person 
is in a different place, either in the country or in the world. There is no office. There is no see you next Tuesday. It's you have to either call people, message people, or you get on the same email for some reason, or you happen to meet on the same meeting, or you create a space, which is the world, the entire world. The entire world is just like that. We are all remote because we are people. That's what remote, it, we are people. So we can be in separate places. And then we've given ourselves the magic to be in the same place at the same time. It's just stupid. But either way, we're making the systems from scratch with help of, from the old system and ideas from the new because the old system didn't live in the new world. So that is why it doesn't work. And inflation is not even an answer it's not it's not in the pat it's not in the pat it's not helping it's not an answer it's just a violence device in my opinion um and therefore i don't know how we fight back i don't have the answers i'm just thinking but since i'm thinking I'd like for you to think too. Uh, let's figure out some answers because we gotta fight back against it, or else all we gonna have is a French Revolution type beat on the floor, blood everywhere. You know what I mean? <sighs> but that was just what I was thinking about because it just don't make no sense. Because if these prices keep going up, <laughs> we gonna stop.